0: Being briefed about how one of their royal family princesses has been fucking kidnapped. Uh-huh. And the guy has a very strange demand. Uh-huh. And the demand is either I'm gonna kill her, uh, uh-huh. or on national TV, you fuck a pig.
1: Alright, wait, what?
0: You fuck a pig.
1: Alright, well, um I guess fucking check out black mirror to figure out what happens there. What the fuck are you trying to get me to watch, man? Jesus.
0: To the Yeti Cave. I am the Jew. As always, I am joined by the Yeti.
1: What up, y'all?
0: It's raining like a motherfucker. So if you happen to hear the thunder in the background, it's not my booming voice this time.
1: That shit is loud as fuck today. I don't know why we're getting so much goddamn rain around
0: here. It's spring. It's spring. It's what it does. Everybody acts like it's the end of the fucking world. The weather hasn't changed. It's pretty much doing what it always does around here.
1: Bro, I just turned my mic on. So anyway, what up, y'all?
0: <laughs> Bro, was I talking to nobody? yeah yeah probably you're not allowed to take this out nope it's staying it's staying so i guess we got a couple things we want to talk about but bro you went to a show last night and we actually have pics of the show we do
1: um i finally got to go to a show haven't been in a while
0: It's it's been a couple months it's been a couple months
1: but you know that gathering shit is expensive so uh i did get to go out uh over to harrison at the blue note
0: man that place is fucking weird
1: It's a weird venue. Um, It was definitely different than the last time we went there, though. Um, This time they had way better lighting, um, and they only had the one stage open, not both of them at the same time. So that made it less confusing.
0: I got to say again, that was just straight up encouraging you to not watch certain acts.
1: It really did. It did.
0: And and you know what? I definitely chose the Homies and Aura Audio over fucking part of Ouija set, and I wasn't disappointed in that.
1: Yeah, that was I, don't do that shit. That was weird. If you're a promoter, like don't fucking do the double stage. It was weird.
0: So how 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 was it in the Blue Note in Harrison? How was it?
1: Um so uh it went pretty well, you know. No problems getting in and got up there a little after 7, um but they'd already started cuz they pushed the door times earlier the day of by an hour. So That's intelligent. Yeah. So, it ended up the local guys, um, CRS was up there, and Spaz was up there too. Yeah, we had some homies on this set. Yeah, and they got their sets way chopped down because they decided they wanted to get this new timeline put in. Um, was,
0: was there some static there? Uh,
1: they weren't happy about it. Not at all. Um, and it was messed up. Like, they were doing their set. A song had just wrapped up, and they were getting ready to intro the next track. And like, this guy, I guess he's one of the members of the other bands, just like yells from the side of the stage, cut it. You're done. Cut it. And like, I mean, I know you got to do what you got to do, but like it wasn't even loud. Like they were in between songs. Like you could have walked up on the stage and just like pulled him to the side. Like, hey, man, you know, we're running short on time. Been a,
0: been a bit more professional. Yeah. A
1: little bit of professionalism goes a long way. So like that sort of was a weird start to the night.
0: Well, whoever you were, this is a big <laughs> fuck you from us to you.
1: Yeah, that's not cool, man. Just chill. Um, I know it's stressful out there. Um, but <laughs> So how did how
0: did the homies do even though their set got kind of fucked up? Oh, they
1: did awesome. It was a good time. Um there was definitely uh reject love there that night. Reject so shit. That was great. Um after those guys went out uh cut got off stage, um, they were quick with setting up boondocks' and shit.
0: How how was our scarecrow?
1: Um, he fucking he, it was dope um he wasn't there. like he was in and out like he did a set and like i didn't see it. like he was i just think he like <laughs> he was all about the quickness but it was pretty dope it was crazy how quick he they actually had to start him to keep everything on track i guess
0: how many songs do you think he did
1: um well i actually i went outside in between sets and i finished like half a cigarette and i heard him playing already so he had probably finished a whole song by the time I would got in there. I think he only did maybe, I think he did about seven or eight songs. So it was a fairly That's, that's decent not set.
0: bad for a co-headliner, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. It was a... Pretty, was he even a
1: co-headliner? I mean, he was on the bill. I'm not sure how... It was a weird the way they were listed and the order they played. What's the,
0: what's the term? Our friends have been giving us supporting package.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know.
0: Support this package.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was just really weird. Because like they had the couple, the local, or the all the guys there... And then they had Boondocks, which I did not expect to be the next act at all. Um, So that was kind of a surprise. Uh, And then after Boondocks was... um, Here comes that rain. Yeah, here comes that rain. Uh, But after Boondocks was um, September morning...
0: They're actually on the Gathering Bell, aren't they?
1: I think they are. I'm pretty sure they are.
0: Is this somebody we should give a fuck about?
1: I mean, I don't really know... Like I didn't know their stuff so like it's hard in a concert environment to really gauge somebody's music okay
0: okay let's 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 push past that is the live show worth the look
1: I tell you if you're just like visually it was pretty fucking cool actually like they have full get ups like she had this whole leather bodice type outfit thing going on and like the face paint it was definitely visually a show that would be cool to check out for sure
0: kind of in the vein of like maria brink in this moment kind of thing um was she was she a screamer or a pretty singer
1: um i think there was more pretty singing i
0: think metal or hard rock um you know there is a big difference Oh, there is a big difference
1: I'm probably leaning more hard rock, I think, but
0: this is feeling more and more like a hard pass from the Jew.
1: I mean, yeah, you're probably not going to like it, I would imagine. I mean, it's not any power screams or anything like that that I can recall. I
0: like chick music. I'm not hating on women. There are some badass women's bands out there, but I like chick music with balls. Let me hear you scream, ladies.
1: <laughs> um, so um it was it was cool, definitely cool show to check out. Um they I'm not even sure. They did quite a few songs. They had a pretty long set, actually.
0: Longer than Boondocks.
1: Um Yeah, I think it was probably longer than his, yeah.
0: Bullshit.
1: <laughs> um after they wrapped up the then Flaw played.
0: Now, here's the thing. I know Flaw from back in the day when I was an angsty little teenager. I think I first heard them when I was like fifteen or sixteen. And they had one track that I really dug. They're they're a local. They're actually from Kentucky. They're not bad, but I gotta ask, how have they aged?
1: Actually, I mean, I enjoyed their set, and like, I definitely recognized some of the tracks. Like, wait, I've heard this. Did you did
0: you did you hear the big hit?
1: Um, yeah, I think they, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Which which one are you talking about? I can't even remember yeah. the
0: name of it. I'd sing a few bars, but my my right, voice right. is horrific.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was it was there was definitely ones I was like, wait, I think I know this. And, like, they did well. Uh, It was actually a a pretty good set. Um, I just checked out the first couple songs and then sort of mingled around and was chatting with everybody. Um, But there was energy there, and the crowd was digging it, so um, it was definitely cool. Um, I don't really have anything bad to say about anybody, usually, but, like, there wasn't any of the bands, like, that... I was just like, oh, this is bad. Like, why are they doing
0: this? So, good set overall. No yeah, matter yeah. Who.
1: It was definitely... A, the whole show was great. It was, you know, if you were there, you had a good time. So, it was definitely good, che- cool to check out. Um, oh. The headline...
0: Hello, let me... Before you say that, I, I must get my mouth ready before the hate that I'm about to spew.
1: Uh-oh.
0: Now, oh, the quote-unquote cottonmouth kings? <laughs> um,
1: I mean... It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I know it's hard to call them the Cottonmouth Kings. I refuse. I mean, most. I, it, it was King Spade. Um, what was it like?
0: Okay, let me let me just ask this because we've both been to King shows. What was it like without? Let's just say everybody. What was it like to not see X and Bobby B? Well, and, actually,
1: I've never had. I hadn't seen them live. Oh wow! Not as a group. Um, obviously I listen heavily to the music. So it was it was weird without certain part with parts missing, but overall the song selection they did it didn't feel that off because a lot of the tracks they were doing is like that was a most of the song. Like those, they well, take most of the songs really.
0: Well, I mean, X was always usually just the hook. Anyway, he, right? He he'd have uh, I I'll, I'll be mean when I say it. He'd have some kind of weak flow that would be on the track, and then he'd be involved in the hook. And it was mostly all visuals than more than anything. I guess my real question: what what did they play? Can you?
1: Uh, let's see. I know they did. Um, let's see, we did Tangerine Sky. Of course,
0: they fucking did Tangerine Sky.
1: <laughs> Um, pack your bowls. We did that one. Um, bump.
0: So old. Did, yeah. Did, did we get Dogs Life? Did we get
1: No Dogs Life? No Dogs Life. Boo. Um. I'm trying to think. of What God?
0: If, if If Saint would have been there, they'd have played Dogs Life.
1: Right. Right. Um. Yeah. It's I can't even remember all the songs they played. Daydreaming the
0: phases. Fucking. Did they do fucking. Uh, I'm, I'm, I know this band and I'm having problems thinking right. of any fucking songs from them.
1: Yeah, I'm tired of shit still to re- recall what all fucking happened that last night. Um, Pussy. Yeah, whatever.
0: So overall, what would you say the show was? Was it worth what you paid? Was it worth what you did?
1: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean,
0: it's just fucking Harrison. It's our backyard for fuck's sake.
1: Yeah, it was a easy drive. It was a late night, but not a big deal. I mean, I would do it again if... I had that choice, so yeah.
0: Got any cool stories from the crowd? Anybody help anybody help a homie photographer out?
1: Yeah, definitely. Shout out to Easy for uh, helping a brother out getting uh, on the other side of those barricades for the King set. Um, most of the night, I was actually just shooting from the crowd like I normally would, and he was able to talk to the people that I needed to talk to to get me back there, so I was able to get uh, some way cooler shots than I normally would have.
0: Isn't it cool how we've only just been like doing this for a short amount of time, but it's, it's kind of almost starting to pay small little dividends We're we're networking with the right people. I feel like
1: it's weird. Like Like, they they kept saying like, you need to network and stuff. And I'm like, but I don't know what that means. And like, it turns out like, it's just talk to motherfuckers, talk
0: to motherfuckers, smoke blunts with motherfuckers, hang out motherfuckers. Yeah.
1: Just like fucking do shit and don't just sit in your house and like, be a scared little bitch I, well, guess.
0: I, I gotta state this while we're on this little subject of not being a scared little bitch i got a lot of friends right now who were all just kind of saying fuck it and shooting their shot and to all of us who are given this let's see how it lands kind of shit man shout out to us for just fucking saying it go for it
1: yeah yeah it's been crazy like i i don't think i've talked about this really it's sort of a little in-depth background history here So, after the army and shit, I was trying to figure out what in the fuck I was doing.
0: Deep dive, y'all.
1: Yeah. And so, I tried all kinds of shit. And, like, I started trying to get other people, like, interested in, like, get things moving. And it just never worked. And then, like, something clicked. And, like, we're all just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's make this shit happen. So, here we are now. Fucking been... Fucking
0: episode eleven now, and I mean I could shout out everybody's names who I got, who all I know who are on some kind of independent making some money kind of tip, and not drug dealing, but like some kind of merch for a homie. Somebody, uh, I will shout her out by name, and I want to try to have her on the show eventually because she's a cool ass chick. But shout out to Kiki Carlisle, fucking cakes and pastries, man. She's really getting it off the ground. Got her better business bureau license and everything.
1: Nice, that's awesome. Keep doing your thing, definitely.
0: But um, we also are stuck on a su- subject every episode, it seems like. And if you're tired of hearing about it, well, that's that's just about too fucking bad because we're also, once again, talking about the Super Gathering, the 20th Annual Gathering of the motherfucking Juggalos.
1: Right. See, that goes back to this whole, like, we're just doing shit. Like, li- we're doing this, and guess what? We're going to the Gathering, so it's kind of what we got going on.
0: We're, we're- going to try to have a live, t- two, two live episodes from the Gathering. Not live, like, we're airing them live but like we'll record them at the gathering and then record them for you or release them for you fuckers later
1: right yeah um you know we got a lot of things that we're trying to get done so it's really about what 85 90 of what i'm thinking about beyond like family and work
0: well like here's the thing like aside from how dope this year is gonna be and how the sets are gonna be awesome we're really really gonna try to push this shit like fucking coke
1: yeah only with like Less fucking baking soda.
0: <laughs> no, no similar, like You getting pure, pure baby? But while we're here talking about the gathering, we've all actually the two of us have some gatherings under our belts, and we wanted to share y'all some of the best stories we've had. And I mean, I got three. He's got one. That's four different stories. I feel like that would kill some great time. So I mean,
1: well, don't say killing time. I mean. Stay and fucking enjoy a story with your fucking homies because it's going to be the shit.
0: So I, do you want me to go first? Because yeah, I got, I got the got? most. OK, well, we'll start with my first ever gathering. We're going to go with 04. Um, I'm not really sure if it was 03 or if it was 04 when it was decided that they were going to stop doing it. Or I can't remember if it was 02 or 03 that they decided they were stopped doing it indoors. But I remember the reason why they stopped doing it indoors. Tear gas hurts ninjas.
1: 'Cause we fuck shit up all the time.
0: Hey, no, no, that was not on us. Somebody pulled a set of teddy somebody pulled a set of titties out and those Toledo cops were just ready to fucking hurt.
1: Well, yeah, somebody's got a hair trigger there. Well and, and, and something and, to prove. And but. and
0: then then just rioted. Well that was we. That's that, th- we
1: do dumb shit.
0: Well, you know that was that was when justifiable that, that was when Violent shit. J was like, man, we got to put these rowdy motherfuckers like in a camp,
1: like stick them in the fucking woods where motherfuckers just won't be there.
0: And bro, was it that was that not the most ingenious idea ever?
1: I mean, it's twenty years later and it's still working.
0: But I digress because once again, I fucking do that a lot. If you don't know what the word digress is, look it up. But anyway, so it's. My 20th birthday happens to fall on the 04 fucking gathering. How dope is that? You look it up, motherfuckers. July 15th, 2004, day one of Crystal Forest, Garrettsville. The dopest thing ever. This is this is the coolest shit I've ever done. I, I, I couldn't imagine anything fucking fresher than this for my little ass at that time. And I say little because, you know, I'm 34 now. And it was goddamn 14 fucking years ago oh my god man yeah yeah right so anyway bone thugs has just left the stage they were our surprise guests that year i've never seen bone thugs in my life at this time and i'm marking out fucking hard but rudy comes out on stage rude boy comes out on stage and he's in a bloody apron smock butcher outfit or whatever and he says hey motherfuckers we're not done partying we're going to drop these curtains, and it's going to be a, a backstage pass club shit back here, like, like an after party on the stage after it's over. He says, line up and tell me why the fuck you get to get in. Now, before I continue this story, straight up, I don't care how much you want to call bullshit on any of these things, but these actually fucking happened, and I'll put balls on it. I'll state anything. I'll swear on anything. And again, I don't care if you don't believe me. This shit took place.
1: We'll get to the point, motherfucker.
0: Fuck you. So Rudy sits at a stay, or he sits at a, a table with this little handler guy of his, who looks like this dirty fucking hippie. I don't know who this guy is. I never seen him again after this event. Um, I'm like third in line, so. I'm feeling pretty fucking confident. Um, the first guy, he asked to get it. He's he, he, I can't remember what he said. His reason is the second guy is a pro wrestler. He says, "Rudy, I'm a wrestler. Let me in." Rudy's like, "Go on in," you yeah. know. And I get up there, and he says, "Why do you get to come in?" And I said, "It's my 20th birthday today." And his little handler, his little handler says, "Show me your ID." And Rudy I said, it. "Rudy says that ninja ain't got to show me shit." And he handed me a beer, and he said, "Go inside." This is one of the coolest fucking experiences of my life. So I walk up the steps. I am on a stage that literally bone thugs and harmony were literally just standing on the stage. The curtain's down and there there, there are girls, there's ninjas. everybody's back here. We're after party in this shit. in this in this in this after party, I meet some of the JCW wrestlers, which is also fucking dope, right, right? In Working meeting these in meeting these JCW wrestlers, i met abk now abk rolls the blunt that i gave him the weed for nice i smoked a blunt with abk and if you've ever watched the jcw um dvds richie boy briar wellington uh one of the referees at huck um and a couple other the uh, the the uh, other indie cats Now, I'm still back here. I'm drinking. I'm smoking. Uh, I I met Blaze, but I didn't really meet him. I kind of just gave him a dap in passing because I didn't want to be a hound dog. Right. Now, this, this next part of the story, this is some bitch shit. This is some hound dog shit, and I'll admit it. I met Double A, Alex Abbas.
1: Did you make him sign your socks?
0: No, no, bro. I seen him. He seen me. And I was fatter than I am then. And I walked up to him and I said, in the most fam kid way I could, you and this music and this shit, you saved my life. And we gave dap and I hugged and I fucking teared up and I cried on double A's shoulder. (laughs) So, so violent J himself shows up shaggy didn't show up i'm not pissed though because who cares he was probably running over ninjas with golf carts probably oh i love the story that year during the seminar someone asked violent jay why are y'all always running people over with golf carts and he says that's just drunk driving get the fuck out of the way <laughs> but again back to my story so violent jay is now at the after party and he's talking to everybody and mingling with everyone and he's like anybody here how y'all doing what's going on you know just bullshit and whatever right. whatever and somebody tells him it's my birthday
1: okay are you gonna get murdered no no bro
0: i got put in a chair And given a lap dance by a fucking hot stripper bitch because Violent J told her to do it. And a room full of juggalos who I never met again sang happy birthday with me while Violent J was singing it. That's pretty fucking dope. I don't give a fuck if you don't believe me, bitch. It motherfucking happened.
1: Maybe J will put it in his fucking next book.
0: (sighs) Either way, that's probably (laughs) one of the dopest stories I have. And that was from 04 Gathering, my first gathering ever. I got some more stories, but I'm going to pass it back to you.
1: So, I actually, I mean, I've only got one gathering under my belt. But I did find out some things. Like, you can party way harder than you think. Like, I thought I was doing good. Sleep
0: is for the weak.
1: Well, we'll see about that.
0: But... I'll fucking show you. <laughs>
1: um. So, for me, one of the things that really was probably... The most my biggest mind fuck of that gathering.
0: Um, what, what gathering was it? Was, uh, was last was year? Last Whoop year. Stock, so yeah. Whoopstock. That would have been the nineteenth annual. Yes,
1: the nineteenth.
0: Okay, I didn't go to Whoopstock.
1: Um. So it was the end of like the third night. Um. Going into that morning, I was wandering around after all the main stage was over, and. I ended up dropping my homie off at the camp, and I'm just wandering around. And we ended up I ended up catching like randomly um, Mike Busey's show he had going, and that's a whole nother story. with that guy had that stage was messed up.
0: He he'll be again there this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's a super fan. He'll Are we taking there. pictures of that? Um, this year, I'm going to try to get better ones because I just. They weren't great because it was so late at night. Like I was just not prepared to be able to shoot in that darkness.
0: No, sorry to interrupt. Continue. No, your no, story. you're
1: good. Um, so like I, I was there for watch that all go down, and then after that, I just sort of walked down a trail, and I heard noise. So I walked towards that, and it was um, uh, Killjoy Club. Nice and. So they were playing like, I don't even know what stage it was, because I don't know which direction I was walking. Um, But we watched that set until the sun started coming up, and they wrapped up as the sun's coming up at like six in the morning or something. And everybody's starting to disperse, and I'm just sort of start wandering away, and I see a small group of people sort of huddled over by this bench. By the garbage can and I was like well fuck I gotta go over that way anyway and like throw away my cigarettes my empty cigarette pack or whatever and then I see what's going on in this group and this is the first time that I actually saw um I get is it Jug Celebrity Gathering Celebrity I'm not there's a name for these guys like Mankini I call Mankini them, them
0: Jug Celebrities.
1: yeah so this is my first run in with so what is it God I, I just lost my train of thought. There. You, are you talking
0: about that clown? Flip flop. Oh, you're talking about this. Oh gross. Flip
1: flop. Yeah. So this so for gathering veterans, you are familiar, but those of you who are not, Flip Flop has is this guy, he's dressed like a clown, which is well, it's pretty fucking normal for the gathering. Everybody gathering. everybody dressed he's like clown. He's got a his own clown. custom paint face paint and everything. But what makes this story completely just out there is this is like I said, this is like, you know, end of day three going into day four now. And this dude is crouched down and has half a foot in his mouth. Like day three female foot all in his mouth. Ew. Like it was just not what I wanted to see so early in the morning.
0: I, I'm not down with feet in any fucking No.
1: Way. I mean, if that's your thing cool but it was just a bizarre thing to run into and I know people be running into all kinds of crazy shit um that I mean probably makes that look tame um
0: (laughs) is that all you got
1: yeah that's that was that story I mean the only like I said I've only been to the one um and that was probably the craziest thing that really happened to me or that I saw that year, really. Um, other than, I guess, the Mike Busey thing.
0: Anything you want to go from that?
1: Well, when I wandered up there, it was already like under full swing, whatever the hell it was they actually were doing. And there was, you know, girls dancing and baby oil and lots of liquor and all kinds of craziness. But the main attraction seemed to be these two larger men who were completely naked and then like tied together front to front. Fucking ew. Now I don't know the exact details of how they got into this position. Um, I just know that there were glitter cannons with like liquid and I think hot dogs that were shot at their asses. And so, some they both won a prize because they wouldn't back down. I don't know how they got in the
0: predicament to win said prize. What the fuck did they win for this level of humiliation? Uh,
1: I don't know. It was a lot. Like it um, better
0: have been money.
1: Like there, I think it was like some like five hundred cash. And nope, like, not enough. Hanging out with him and the Busey girls and VIP or still, something. Still, still not enough. It was, it was quite a bit of stuff. But like, I think that was part of the issue. Like, he didn't expect it even to go that far. Like, I mean, I would have backed down if it was me. Like, how do both them dudes just keep going? <coughs> <laughs> Damn.
0: <laughs> okay. So if that's you, I got I got two, three more stories. So 08 gathering. Tell you what you got? 08 oh, <laughs> gathering is um it's my second gathering and uh this is this is a little clue. This this is this will show you what, what was going on in my life at that point. My space was the big thing, and I also had refused to be involved in MySpace. Like, like absolutely fucking refused. And I needed a ride to the gathering because once again, none of my fucking friends were going. Two times I'd been at this point, and none of my fucking friends were going at the time so I had to create a fucking fighter spirit man I had to create a MySpace and I went on to a random gathering however I don't even remember how MySpace worked I really don't I don't remember were there like pages
1: I couldn't figure it out because you had to code all that shit and I was just like I don't know I filled out the blank the spots where you put your name and shit in
0: HTML's cake don't worry about that but anyway um, so I drop a fucking a random line on one of these one of these pages and I'm like uh, I need a ride I have gas please somebody come pick me up and I get a response from this random ninja from California his name was Billy can't remember his last name Um, but he went by Grow so I was already like hey I think I'm on the right motherfucking track so it's decided that I'm going to meet these cats uh, when they land in the Indianapolis uh, International Airport I can't remember what the fucking name of it is but I don't care oh. um, <laughs> so my homies some, some friends drive me up to the airport uh, that night uh, we get there at about six o'clock in the morning i think they were landing at like seven and uh i managed to have about a small eighth of weed on me because i was a little paranoid about having bud inside an airport Uh,
1: yeah Uh, but but
0: but but as everyone knows even if it's a small amount of bud they'll kill you but i'm i'm i got brass balls and they clink sometimes so i'm scared of not much and i uh but anyway uh, we get their rental car. Oh man, these guys had fucking money too. The minute they the minute they told me what their rental car was, I was like, Oh dude, I hit the fucking jackpot. <laughs> uh, so th- th- his homie, I don't remember his name, he was an older ninja. Uh, his mom died or something, and he got left like, oh. a shit ton of fucking money. Uh, okay. So we're traveling in style, and we're in, we're in this big fucking SUV. It's the first time in my life I'd ever been in a Cadillac Escalade. At that time, all right, bro. It was back. It was back when escos were the thing. You remember that, right? It's a weird flex, but go on. That was, was anyway. But so I'm back there, and I'm like, man, I was only able to really like get like my hands on like a little eighth. I figured I'd get most of my shit at the gathering. I was like, did you guys bring anything? Now let me describe Billy or Grow. He was about five, 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 six. Not a very tall man. Really gangly long red hair long red mustache beard combo and um he wore a kilt while we were there by the way if anybody knows have seen this ninja if he still goes to gatherings please let me know uh but he he wore a kilt at the gathering but anyway um, I said, I was only able to get my hands on this little ass 8th, and I know that's not enough to get us there, because we still got like fucking, oh, Cave and Rock, Illinois, by the way, we're driving from Indianapolis, Indiana, to Cave and Rock, Illinois, it was a pretty good drive, and I was like, I only got this little bit to get us there, and Billy begins to laugh, <laughs> giggles actually, and I'm like, well, it's so fucking funny, and he's like starting to take his shoes off, and I'm like, well, I only got this, this little 8th, and I pulled out this piddly little bag of shit I had, And I was like, has anybody got, like, some joints or a bowl or something? And he starts to giggle more and louder, and he's taking off his shoes now. he's taking off both shoes. He's taking off both socks. And I look, and under each fucking foot is a spice pack, a spice pack, and an ounce of weed. And a spice pack, and a spice pack, and an ounce of weed. This motherfucker flew from California the, inter, the whatever airport that that is to it, LAX. LAX. That's what it's called. That's right. Holy one God. of the one of the most highly secured post nine eleven airports in the fucking world. This guy flew from there to us in Indiana, in Indianapolis, in fucking Indianapolis Airport. Ain't no joke neither. They're in, you know, in an international airport. It's pretty fucking big. He flew this with two ounces strapped to his feet.
1: How it? How big was this dude's shoes?
0: Not that big. He wasn't a huge dude, but he and I asked him. I was like, "How did they not know?" And he shows me the spice packs, and I was like, well, "Aren't you worried about the dog sneezing?" He was like, "No, you use spices that don't irritate the dog's nose, but definitely throws off the scent of weed." And that was some ingenious shit to me. So we smoked like kings the whole way to the fucking the whole way to the 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 Cave and Rock fucking Illinois uh, Hog Rock. We get there, um, parking lot party. I'm tired of waiting. I got no interest in taking it easy. We get there and I start bonging beers as soon as we pull into the parking lot, and I'm talking bonging, and bonging and beers like a fucking champ. There's a girl there who I'm kind of eyeballing. She's eyeballing me. Her name is Nessa. I do not remember her last name, but bear in mind this this story is goes deep. She's bonging beers with me. That's already attractive as fuck to me at that time. I Means she can hang. So we're flirting back and forth, bonging beers, doing our thing, whatever. And about an hour into it, I'm now drunk as fuck. And I'm kind of done flirting. And I look at her, she looks at me after we just did another beer bong, and I kissed her. she didn't pull away, and she didn't stop me. She kissed me back. So I threw her over my shoulder like a caveman. I begin to stumble away from the large group of ninjas who are around us. And in my head, I'm about 20, 30 feet away from everybody. In actuality, I'm like five, (laughs) maybe 10 feet at best. And... I'm well I'm I'm doing my thing. I'm not going to give you guys the gory gory oh, details, but it's God, it's man. it's going down for a Jew bag and so was she. And I hear a guy who she told me was her brother scream at the top of his lungs. Yo come watch this random ninja fuck my sister for a dollar. What the
1: fuck? He's I'm not, entrepreneur entrepreneur motherfucker.
0: Somebody told me they recorded it and that it might have ended up in Pornhub. I feel bad for anybody who goes and searches this. Don't look Don't. for it. But oh, anyway, dude. so that's the parking lot fucking party. We're so rowdy in the parking lot party, they're like, we have to let these crazy motherfuckers in. <laughs> so they open the gates that fucking night to get us out of the parking lot. We roll in, um, I go to uh what's supposed to be our campsite. Now, I told y'all during our gathering prep episode, I went like a bum for two fucking years. I didn't even I didn't even take a tent this year. This particular year. Um and on the first actual night of the gathering, I ate some really, really good acid and I lost our camp, wherever the fuck it was, where all my stuff is, where all anything is. And if anybody remembers Cave and Rock, there was there was a, a thing that was called Red Mist Mountain. Fuck. Repeat fuck, and I can't stress this enough, Red Mist Mountain. So the worst fucking hills I'd ever seen. In a trip-faced stupor, I climbed to the top of this motherfucker and down to this motherfucker at least five times in the course of one night trying to find what I thought was my camp. Now, as the sun's coming up, I've not been able to meet anyone. I've not talked to anyone I know. I don't know where I'm at or what I'm doing. I'm still tripping fucking face. And I coming down the hill for the last time and the sun's coming up i see nessa again and if the sun is coming over the hill shining on her like she's some kind of fucking beacon angel so i throw my arms out like a fool and run sprint to her oh my god evidently what i did the day before it was was good because she was happy to see me again um takes me back to her tent lays me down Puts the, full, the the wet washcloth on my forehead. She's my trip center for the rest of the morning. Um, this was this was like I'll admit it. I definitely fell for this chick in a few days, but there's more to this story, and it gets better. So, uh, the la- the second to last night is is the night lotus is gonna play. Um, I am. I found I found some good mescaline based roles and i was on another couple hits of really really good microdot acid and this is this is starting to kick in while one of my favorite artists ever uh, Prozac is on the stage oh my god i'm feeling good it's 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 going great if anybody has ever can remember what a lotus set was like from the gatherings back in the day there was about 15 20,000 ninjas with glow sticks and fucking body paint. And there's no lights except for the black lights. There, there was this dude who had a fucking staff that was like every bit of 10 feet tall covered in skulls. And fucking snakes and black light paint and shit. And, and this is all happening while I'm in the middle of what I can only describe as the greatest trip of my life. Now, while Lotus is on stage destroying the fucking the whole world as far as I'm concerned... I look up and I see the sky and I see the Big Dipper and it is pouring gold all over all of us. Not diamonds, gold, motherfuckers. What I seen? It's
1: because he's a Jew.
0: Yeah, because I'm a Jew. But so, uh, th- I guess I guess the best way to end the story was the fact that I missed ICP that year to spend uh, just a few more hours with who I like to refer to as my gathering girl oh yeah i know fuck y'all but it was but it's a deep dive into the into the history of the jew um but 08 was probably one of my favorite years uh i was involved in a 20 blunt smoke out with a group of people by the name of the illuminati they're probably not even a band anymore uh you ever seen that shirt i wear that says weed is my prozac uh
1: yeah i think i've seen them
0: they gave me that Uh, okay either way but um and then there was, I guess, 09 Gathering was the last Gathering I was at. This was the tenth annual Gathering. Um, shows you how far this one goes back.
1: Well, you haven't even been to a Gathering in ten years. It's been
0: ten years, y'all. I'm, I'm going home. It's been ten years, but you know, we've all talked about it. The scene changed a little bit, and we all, yep, ca- yep. a lot of us. It wasn't just me. A lot of us, we we left, but. And I made the statement very clear. Just because I put this hatchet down don't mean I forgot where the fuck it was at. And I've picked it back up. And this Juggalo shit, it runs deep for a reason. But you're making me move past my point. 09. <laughs> um, the set was great other than Zug Island. Fuck them. Uh,
1: like, Still on that hater shit. I
0: don't like them. I never really have. uh
1: Go on, go on. I'm
0: trying, I'm trying. I got to get my thoughts together cuz there was there was there's a lot that took place. Uh 09 was actually the first year I ever went with homies. There you go. Okay. Like that was that was really cool and it was the first year I ever had a girlfriend at home, which was the stupidest <laughs> fucking thing I could have ever done. People, people, if you have a girl and she doesn't go to the gathering, man just don't fucking go because it's 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 hard being single at the gathering is like a fucking vagina buffet i was saying this to to my girl earlier i was like if you're single and you can't get laid at the gathering it's your fault not theirs fresh i mean put a name on it right (laughs) i mean should we call out kyle too Fucking Kyle. Yeah, Kyle's on blast too. You smash all kinds of walls except for <laughs> except for vagina walls. <laughs> but I'm going back to my story. I need to, I need to move. Here we go. So, 09 was actually the first year, like I said, it was the first year I ever went with money. I took like $1,800 with me. Jesus
1: fuck, man.
0: I spent at least seven of that on illicit substances. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, I forgot something. Back in 08, I was there at the the, the, the time I was there when they the, the word drug bridge was officially fucking christened. I was on the first drug bridge at fucking Cave and Rock, Illinois. I, I know that that's something small, but to me, I'm proud as fuck of that one.
1: Well, it didn't go so well for drug bridge.
0: Uh, there, there'll always be a drug bridge in my heart. But anyway, back to 09. Um... Again, I took money, I spent a shit ton of money on merch and drugs, not so much on food. I had a tent, but I don't think I set it up. <laughs>
1: like, why even bring it if you, like it's not that hard ho- why?
0: Because I was already fucked up by the time we got there. Like it got set up, but not that day is what I mean. Like
1: I'm just glad you're better at uh, you've improved in your adulting since then.
0: Don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> you, you you don't know how far I can fall. That's true. But anyway, this this story's not as cool as 08, but this is a pretty dope story because the girl I went with, a friend of mine by the name of Iris, is a she was at the time, I hope still is, a circus performer. And um she brought her fire blowing kit with her. And we're standing outside our tent and she's you know, she's blowing fucking like, you know, six, seven foot high fucking fireballs out of this little skinny petite fucking hippie chick and she's blowing these motherfucking fireballs out and it's really cool and you know we got a we got a small little crowd and people are watching us and shit and all of a sudden this 8 foot tall fucking freak show circus performer comes up and says Hey, I do that too, but I didn't bring my gear. Do you have extra? (laughs) And she's like, I do. And now this little skinny hippie chick and this eight foot tall circus performer. It's so sick, bro. She's blowing like eight foot high fireballs. He's blowing like 15 high foot fucking fireballs. And they're doing it in unison. And it's so sick. And security comes up and they're like, that's fucking awesome. But you got to stop right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: that unfortunately is usually the response to open flames,
0: dude. Though I wished I would have been doing camera shit back then, because like to have that kind of footage would have been great. There was, oh, a, yeah, there were a lot of fucking people that were doing live performances that year. There was, a, there was all kinds of fire boy chicks and shit. But oh, yeah, Iris got more looks for walking around without a shirt on more than she did her fireballs, though. Wow, well, I mean, and I was a, a spokesman for the local ecstasy dealer, whoever he was. I was the one that was telling him. I was like, "This guy's got the shit." They, people would come to me and they'd see how hard I was rolling, and I'd be like, "You need to talk to that guy. That guy right there."
1: <laughs> Fucking promoters.
0: Shout out to the Zona lows. Thank you for letting us chill at your campsite. Me and my homie Bigs, who isn't my homie anymore. Fuck you. Oh um, shit but i won't go into details on that one doesn't matter but uh also uh anybody who was dumb enough to get in the garbage can and do a barrel roll as was said and that's by the way people were rolling off a shelter house in a fucking garbage can why do a barrel roll it
1: sounds fucking retarded
0: it's what the words were every every year there's a there's a word and that was the word was do a barrel roll
1: huh last year was fucking show me your butthole
0: Bro, it's always show me your butthole. And there was a
1: lot of show me what you got. Heard those ones a lot. I,
0: I, I don't know if I started this chant, but one year I started screaming, as Peter Griffin did, blunt smoker, loudly. And people started answering me back. Blunt smoker! Blunt <laughs> smoker here! I got to smoke like three free blunts on that one. On that chant alone.
1: Oh, you know what? I just thought about last year at the gathering, the camp like me it, our camp was just me and my homie and then once we set up camp these other dudes set up camp like just sort of adjacent to us and we just sort of merged into this like sort of dorm room shared situation so they were our camp but not really cuz they were so sort of separate but their thing was i don't know i can't i don't know where the na- the song is cuz i didn't want to look it up on my phone cuz the song's called rape rape and that was their fucking motto to their camp.
0: So instead of whoop, whoop, it was. Yeah, they
1: would. If you fucking whooped them, they, they rape, rape. And it wasn't like they, they weren't actually trying to rape. No, they they did it in the most ridiculous ways. And like from they would just be like dead sleep. And one of them would just be like rape, rape. And do just say, rape, rape. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But they had it's literally there's a song that inspired this whole thing. And it was literally just the dude just kept talking. Rape, rape. And I don't know where in the fuck this came from, but I wasn't going to search that shit on my phone to find out. I'm going
0: to get this out of my system now. Fuck you and your motherfucking megaphone.
1: Oh, yeah. Fuck a megaphone. Except for that one dude that he was pretty funny, but everybody else can fuck off.
0: We already know a few friends who are going to be on the megaphone and ahead of time. Fuck you on your megaphone. Yeah. And I I, I keep saying it, so I'm going to say it one more time. Throw something to KRS-One, bitch. I dare you.
1: He really is daring
0: you, though. Bitch, I dare you. But anyway um yeah so those those are pretty much my gathering stories oh i, I got i got one more fuck it uh also back to 08 uh i made money by letting juggalo smash me in the head with a steel chair oh,
1: yeah yeah you did tell me about it was that fucking dope
0: too. i was like i was, I, I, I enjoyed it because one i got to tell people they swung chairs like a bitch <laughs> and when it, dude this dude fucking cracked me and in all honesty i'm lucky my feet stayed underneath me like the lights were going dim and I looked at him and said you hit like a bitch (laughs) people don't people don't know what to say when they hit you with your best shot and you tell them they hit like a bitch I asked Shaggy if he would hit me with a chair, and he said he couldn't because of insurance reasons. And I, I, I was a little shitty because I really wanted him to hit me with a chair. And I know they catch all kind of hate, and I understand they catch hate justifiably. But the girls at the Wolfpack tent—they beat me with a whip, and I was I was definitely happy about that one. <laughs> you looked giddy just saying it. It was pretty hot. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't go all over on the dom shit, but I got I got hot bitches to beat me with a whip. It was pretty cool.
1: Right on. So that's kind of a good rundown of what we've sort of already experienced, but this year I hope
0: I'm, something I'm gonna, fucking
1: just, like something I'm, happens to Trump. All that shit.
0: I'm gonna top every fucking bit of those stories that I just told you.
1: Like I don't know how we're gonna pull it off, oh, but I, we're gonna fucking do it.
0: I do. Um, just just a shout. Anybody who plays D and D or is interested in a really fucking interesting experience. Uh, me and some other friends. We're going to pick a day, haven't decided it yet, but we're going to let the dice decide all our decisions.
1: That sounds dangerous.
0: It's going to be fucking crazy. You
1: did just make me think, though, like, what if you... We could totally... You'd pull off, of like, a Gathering Morton's List crew. That'd be fucking sick.
0: I've never played Morton's fucking list. That's what list. I'm saying. Like, it's
1: hard to get a group together, and ninjas already together, and you can just play it... Let that shit play out at the Gathering while the shit's going down. I
0: mean, that's kind of what we're doing. I'd also like to get down on some of that echo side game, and if anybody's got Juggalos versus Sanity, I'd like to play that, too.
1: We're gonna to hit... We're actually gonna have to hit up that fucking... Um, I, feel like we're,
0: I feel like we're gonna hit up that game tent. Which
1: actually looked like it's... I mean, everything looks pretty... Much on the same path at The Gathering. So it shouldn't be hard to get to.
0: Yeah. Um I guess one more thing I want to add. If you want to come find us, if you're interested, if you listen to this shit and you're at The Gathering and you have an interest in kicking it with us dumb motherfuckers, we'll be at Camp Chillalo.
1: There will be signs and shit. There, be- might,
0: there might be signs and shit. We don't know yet.
1: We're trying to have signs and shit. Maybe you'll find us. Maybe you won't. I don't know. But
0: please, please look us up. We're going to be having a good fucking time.
1: Yeah. Definitely got some shit that we're going to try to make happen there. And uh, that's not too far away. So um, that's all I got to say about the gathering. Um,
0: I mean, it's my I guess it's my time to bitch about wrestling, right?
1: Yeah. Fucking hit them with the wrestling.
0: Oh, it's, it's, it's so good to be me. So this is the Raw after that abysmal fucking super show in saudi arabia and i I, i'm not gonna go all the way into this i'm gonna hit some hit a few talking points because man wwe they're they've they've got a chance to really play with this competition shit and really move forward but it, it feels like it's just a lot of the same so we get an opening segment of seth rollins jawing with baron corbin and Sami Zayn and kevin owens and this is this is a bit longer than it needs to be and i'm fucking i really am tired of the fact that every show has to begin with a 20 minute promo
1: that is the hardest thing for me when i've tried to go back and start catching up with what's going down in the wrestling world like that first segment just like are you motherfuckers gonna wrestle today or what
0: I'm a fan of this shit since I was a little kid, and I find myself screaming at my television, shut up and fight.
1: Like, back, I remember, there, there's always been story, there's, but it was woven into it better. There's
0: always, no, 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 don't don't you fucking dilute yourself. There's always been a 10 to 15 minute promo starting almost every show since the Attitude Era. But it felt like scripted promos are the death of fucking wrestling. Right,
1: yeah, it just, that's, I guess, it was there, it just didn't. Maybe it's that it didn't feel like
0: It didn't because you had great people on the mic. And here's the thing. The guys who I just mentioned, aside from Baron Corbin, every one of them is gold on the fucking microphone. Every one of them can can cut a great promo. So I don't understand why they don't just trust their talent to just go out there and speak. But we'll move past that because fuck pretty much everybody in that segment. But, well, you know, I like Kevin Owens and I like Sami Zayn and I like Seth Rollins. So I guess what I mean to say is fuck Baron Corbin. (laughs) Fuck Baron Corbin. Lee Carver, if you're listening, I know you're not, but if you are, fuck Baron Corbin. Anyway. He's
1: going to call our boys out like that.
0: I told him to his face, and it felt good. <laughs> we move back into this fucking segment where giant freak of monster nature, Lars Sullivan, is beating the three mask guys again.
1: Are they really? Didn't that like 30 shows in a row? Five. Five. Like, seri- like they can't come up with anything but just beat up little guys.
0: Well, here's the best part. In doing this, he tweaked his knee and he's going to be out. Oh, my fuck. So, So in attempting to build you your monster heel, and I understand how you were trying to build him. It's what you do. You bring a guy in. He smashes everybody in his fucking path. You build a winning streak around him, and then you eventually have a baby face knock him out. I understand the, the, the psychology. But in doing the build up with this guy and in taking too much time to pull the trigger... He's now injured and is going to be completely cooled and when he comes back, has to come back and you have to rebuild him. And while we're on the subject of shit that needs to just have the trigger pulled already, I'm loving this Firefly Funhouse shit. It's hard to say, by the way. I'm loving this Firefly Funhouse shit. I really am. But it's got a fucking shelf life. And if I don't see Bray Wyatt wrestle again soon, I'm going to stop giving a fuck about his fucking vignettes
1: yeah he really needs a match
0: don't tell but don't front how cool that shit is when you caught when you caught it at my house a few times oh yeah it's ma- fucking awesome. you're watching it you're like what the fuck are they doing but either way um we get the ms braun Strowman versus ricochet samoa joe bobby lashley and cesaro i watch my shit on hulu so i guess i don't get to watch this match Ooh, time for me to rant. Somebody explain to me why the fuck every show on Hulu is full. Like like, like if you're watching an episode of, let's just say Community. If you're watching an episode of Community on Hulu, you lose the commercials, but you get the whole show. Do you know what happens when you watch Raw on, on Hulu? A three-hour show without commercials is condensed to an hour-and-a-half, two-hour program. I read shit on the internet and they're like, yeah, this match happened. And I'm like, well, no, the fuck it didn't. I didn't watch that. So please, someone explain to me why, why can't I watch the whole show on Hulu, but I can't, but I can watch every other whole whole show. If somebody ran 30 minutes of Rick and Morty and cut it to 10 minutes, motherfuckers would lose their shit. That is
1: weird. I wonder if it's just something contractually they had to cut. Or it it has
0: to be. It has to be contractually. And literally, the only people it, it happens to is WWE programs. SmackDown and Raw are both shorter than their actual runtime, and not just because they've cut all commercials. It's because they cut segments. Full, full matches.
1: Yeah, I, I, that's kind of interesting. I'd kind of be kind of want to dig into that and see if I can't figure out why in the hell that happens.
0: Nobody's been able, nobody's been able to answer me that one yet. But anyway uh evidently the ricochet or fuck wow i'm reading this shit cesaro and lashley and joe win by pinfall but who cares i didn't i didn't get to watch that one uh becky lynch versus bailey and lacy or becky and bailey versus lacey evans and alexa bliss um i hate alexa bliss she can't wrestle like I fucking hate her. She's great on the mic, but she really is not that great in the ring. Everybody keeps her around because evidently she has a nice ass. I I don't think so. Sorry, <laughs> so, sorry Jay. I don't think she has a nice ass. But so Nikki Cross has been the person who's been involved in this. And if you know anything about Nikki Cross or anything about NXT, Nikki Cross has been a, a call up from them and they're they've changed her gimmick from her being this this wild crazy girl to where she's kind of like a fangirl now. She's hanging out with Alexa Bliss. Uh, this match was it was good. But it was—it's basically being used to, to to give steam to Lacey Evans. She gets to clock both the the, the baby faces with her stupid punch finisher. <laughs> I hate punch finishers. I hate them. I—I I, I, it makes no sense. Uh, Paul Heyman uh, says that he'll have Brock Lesnar cat or that Brock chooses to cash in whenever the hell he wants. He's got a year. So that means that we've got as many as long as they want to tease Lesnar cashing in. So
1: they're gonna draw that shit out. Oh,
0: absolutely. Um, Look for every every big four pay per view, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, until it's getting closer to the time the actual Money in the Bank contract has to be cashed in. This is what I'm calling. He'll he'll save that until at least at least the Royal fucking Rumble.
1: Yeah, he's gonna hold that shit. Jesus.
0: Better than him being the champ.
1: Well, I guess that's one way to look at it. But it also means he's going to be involved in every fucking story until it happens.
0: Oh, here's another match I didn't get to see. The Iconics Women's Championship match against local competitors. So those are nobody. She fucking cares. Um,
1: Did it really say local competitors? That's
0: exactly what it said. Uh, Oh, here's another thing I'm sick of. Shane McMahon comes out and brags about beating Roman Reigns why oh oh this is great there's rumors and i I really hope these are just rumors that they want shane to be the person who beats kofi for the world title
1: no they can fucking fuck off
0: like like, can they can they fuck off they
1: can fucking fuck off
0: um this next one i'm actually very happy about because it means we might actually see good tag team wrestling again on raw the revival beat the Usos and the Major Bros, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. So Kurt Hawkins' winning streak is now over. He's now back to like five hundred and something and one, and so it's five hundred and something and something and something and one. Mm. But whatever. Uh, we, we 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 set that timeline right. Uh, again, we get another we get another Firefly Funhouse segment, which was cool, but whatever. Uh, so Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens was the main event tonight. This was a great match. And the outside special guest referee, Sammy, or Sammy Zane. Uh, the great story about this match was that Sammy went out of his way to get in the way of everything. Every He botched, the, he made the ref botch calls. He got in the way of, of Seth Rollins trying to do moves. Like Owens is laid out on the, on the mat and uh, Seth's about to go for his big frog splash. And Sammy Zane slides in from the. The, the outside and uses this time to check and see if uh, kev's okay you know can you continue the match are you okay which prevents seth from hitting his frog <laughs> splash good, good good psychology i see what they're doing whatever um it ends seth rollins goes for a suicide dive to the outside and he just happens to bump into Sami Zayn, who overreacts like refs do which is always comical and rules the match a disqualification
1: Oh, wow. The DQ.
0: Well, what what makes this great is that Seth Rollins picks up the chair that he beat the shit out of Lesnar with and wears Sami Zayn the fuck out. Just, just, just goes to town on him with the steel chair. And he ends it by telling Baron Corbin that he can't, you know, you're not going to get my belt, blah, 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 whatever. Um. I like... Where they're going, what they're doing. The next pay-per-view is in a week. It's called Stomping Grounds. What a stupid name. <laughs> I try to not be a WWE hater, and I'm really not. Like I said, this is this is the wrestling I grew up with. I just know how much better it can be.
1: No, I mean, I get it, and I know a lot of people gave hate to, well, a lot of the name decisions they make, actually, um, even going back to... Those lovely Viking raider experience.
0: Oh or, Jesus! Geez. What what a what a bad idea! Um, give me a minute to bring this up because uh, there we go. Sorry y'all, bear with me.
1: Don't apologize to them. I'm gonna cut this shit out anyway.
0: I'm sure you will. <laughs> uh, Smackdown. We start with a Drew. Or we start with a Miss TV segment featuring Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre deserves way better than what they're giving him. He should be the number 1 heel. Uh it's it's sad that he's not. Um it's and it's and while we're also on the subject of sad and shit that doesn't make sense, The Miz shouldn't be a baby face. The Miz should never be a face. He's so much better as a smarmy prick heel, and I'm finding I'm finding hard I'm finding it hard to 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 believe in him as the the uh fucking the one of the one of the top baby faces. Uh, he's forced to have a gauntlet match that is Elias and then Drew and then Shane. So he makes it through Elias, beats him with a skull crushing finale, but he gets crushed by Drew McIntyre. The Claymore, which is one of my favorite finishers right now. I know it seems so simple, but it's 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 a running single leg dropkick. But when he hits it, it looks like motherfuckers die. <laughs> um so Drew puts him down with a claymore. He takes the pin. And then Shane comes in and says, well, I guess we'll have our match now anyway. So he puts him in his horrible, horrible rendition of a triangle choke and rubs his balls all over the back (laughs) of his head. It looks like it. It really does. If if you watch anything, when Shane does a a triangle choke, it's, it's fucking horrific.
1: Maybe he's getting one of those accidental boners. Oh,
0: Please, people. Go to Walmart and look at some of the memes we've shared about John Cena and his accidental boners. But... So I continue um, heavy machinery. They are or, Hold on. Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan come out and they talk shit about how they've got no challengers and how they're going to beat up on another bunch of name. No namers with fake belts. They're the local champions and uh, heavy machinery come out. And I'm, I'm going to state this again. I don't like heavy machinery. You know what their gimmick is? We're fat Stakes and wakes. Oh, well, Stakes and weights. The, the, I wouldn't have guessed that, the, the, larger, the larger, blonder, bearded one, his gimmick is basically that he's Chris Farley. Like, listen to him talk. He sounds kind of like Chris Farley. Um, they they get it over on AJ Kirsch and Dave Dutra. Local competitors, y'all. I love jobbers. Carmella versus Sonya Deville. I, I fell asleep during this, so look, I don't care. I have, no, I have nothing to add to that. Big E returns from his injury. Um, he will be in a match with The New Day, which is Dolph Ziggler, Sami Zayn, and KO. Wild card rule. That's why Sami Zayn's on um, SmackDown for tonight. By the way, I'm so so very sick and fucking tired of the word wild card. Every episode, I'm just waiting for one of these announcers to parrot this back from Vince McMahon and say, Why is he on this show? Wild card rule.
1: The wild card
0: it makes me think of that episode of always sunny where Charlie was the wild card, <laughs> but can't be the wild card. you can't be the wild card. You're too fucking, you're too I'm vanilla. Too Dave. You're too Dave. Am I the wild card?
1: Um, yeah, pro- yeah, I think so.
0: Oh God. So anyway, uh, Bailey versus Nikki cross is actually a really, really good match. Um, Aleister Black cuts another one of his promos where he begs someone to come pick a fight with him. Please, stop making Aleister Black just cut promos. Put him in the fucking ring. Put him in the fucking ring. I can't say it enough. Put him in the fucking ring. Uh, The uh, the main event is The New Day versus Dolph Ziggler. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn due to the wild card rule. And this is a great fucking match. There's not not anybody in this match who's not bad. Uh, But... I feel like they're just building to this eventual heel turn for Big E. I could be wrong. I, I'm not always right in my predictions about wrestling, but I'm, I'm pretty good at calling this shit. Uh, but I feel like it's a good idea to keep the belt on Kofi for the time being. And if anybody agrees with the idea of putting it on Shane McMahon, you should probably just stop watching wrestling altogether.
1: Like, that's just a fucking terrible idea.
0: But, you know... Like I said, I fell asleep through a couple of these matches, so that tells you how good it really was. So I'm I'm I, that's about I'm out, out of steam. I got nothing else.
1: All right. Well, I guess that's the wrap for this episode of Pixar Didn't Happen. Join us next week for a special interview with Joe Christie of In the Pit Photography. We're gonna talk about concert photography, uh regular photography, just fucking photography. We're gonna talk about it. Uh, I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. It's going to be something that we've been meaning to do for a while. So please come back. Check it out. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us this week. Checking everything out. Visit the website of WonderingYeti.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, at Yeti Night. I have a bunch of photos up there. So check that shit out. Y'all are the shit. We love y'all. Peace.